Hey everyone, Ken Moody here from Dynasty League Football. Just letting you know that this podcast is sponsored by League Tycoon. If you play in a contract Dynasty League, or have ever thought about joining a contract league, but you are worried that it would be too much work, then you will want to check out League Tycoon. League Tycoon has perfected a platform for fantasy football salary cap and contract leagues. Leagues are super easy to set up, and they offer a ton of configuration and management options. League Tycoon's mobile app makes managing your team easy. In fact, their mobile app may be the best fantasy league mobile app in the industry. It's feature-rich, easy to navigate, and doesn't have a lot of distracting features to take away from the pure fantasy football experience. So go to LeagueTycoon.com to get more information and download the app. And if you use the promo code DLF when creating a league, your first year is absolutely free. League Tycoon makes dynasty contract leagues easy and fun, and it will change the way you play fantasy football. That's LeagueTycoon.com. Go check them out. DynastyLeagueFootball.com and a DLF family of podcasts. It's me, it's me, it's that old SFD roaming the streets of Superflex City, and this is the Superflex Super Show. Man, we 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 actually should uh, we should get a Dynasty hot sauce intro in here as well, as if just in case we don't have quite enough energy going. Uh, Larry Monkey's here. And uh, can we get in? All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Yes. Yeah, let's do this, baby. Welcome. Perfect, perfect. Especially that end part. That was <laughs> that was glorious. Yeah, uh, Larry Monkey from the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast, and. I mean that's 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 the only thing we need to plug, right? Like, but I, I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, go ahead and uh, and and um, pump out your Twitter if you want. I don't. I just I've kind of. I know you don't care, man. You you don't care about Twitter. We got yeah. we got that. Yeah, Twitter uh, sucks. He so. hates Twitter. He hates Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Why does everyone do that? Hey, this is my uh, Twitter handle. I, don't, I know I mean, it's it's like such a big part of podcasting. And I mean, we've been doing it for years, so it's fine. But like it, it like, do we what happens when Twitter goes down? Like, we're still going to be using our our Twitter handles. He's Larry Monkey at FF Larry Monkey. And it's like that doesn't exist anymore like that. You know, and Elon finally my, just crushed that. Yeah. Here's my Mastodon handle or whatever <laughs> that is. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. Uh I don't know why everyone does the whole Twitter handle thing. That's just what you do, I guess. Um, I know. It's funny, right? it's funny yeah. because I I, I did an uh, experiment one time where I did not drop the show on Twitter. And same number of downloads. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. football, football park <laughs> estimate. It was no, there was no drop off when I did not advertise the show on Twitter. It was, And I was just like, why am I spending 15 minutes of my day? blasting that right. on twitter and you know whatever i know and it, it, yeah you'll get like two likes in a retweet or something and <laughs> yeah, i don't know twitter isn't a you know it's a great way to connect with people but 
I mean, I'm sure there's some level of, of, you know, you get your name out there and, you know, I'm sure if you pick up one listener, uh, I guess that that is a win, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Totally. We had to start, we started, had to start somewhere. So (laughs) Twitter, I guess. I mean, I, I still, I, I like it for the DMS. I talk about this a lot. I, I still like, I get a lot of, of questions in my DMS and, you know, we just kind of talk through ideas and, and, um, you know, answer like trade questions or, you know, if I write an article or do a rankings update or whatever, and someone sees it and they're like, Hey, what's up with this? You know, like, like to me, that's what Twitter is useful for, but like the, the like public arena part of it, I couldn't care less. And, and part of the problem is, yeah, I mean, like you get pretty much knowing engagement when you're like hey i created this thing i took some time um and did this i you know i'm not getting paid for it or you know getting paid a little whatever um it, but you know i just i i did this because i wanted to do this i created this thing you know whether i i wrote it or or recorded a podcast whatever and you know you'll have a couple people say you know like it or something but not really getting any feedback on it. But then the first time that you say that Kenny Pickett is a shit quarterback. Oh yeah. Like all of a sudden everyone comes out. So I'm like, see, I knew that you guys are there. I knew that you're paying attention. You just, you're just waiting for me to say something that pisses you off. And Hey, I dropped the podcast episode. That doesn't piss you off. That's not provocative enough. Yeah. So that's not triggering to you. But yeah, Kenny Pickett is a bad quarterback. That's that's triggering. So, so like it's, again, I know that they're there, but uh, you know you've you've got to find the right combination of words to actually get them to come out. So, yeah, uh, screw Twitter. Yeah, I mean, but where else are you the SFD? I mean, you're you're the SFD, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's your, is that your Twitter persona? I mean, you walk out like. When you walk like down the street, or you see you're in a supermarket in the produce section, are, are there are people like, oh, there he is, it's the SFD, <laughs> baby, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Uh, I yeah, I haven't had that one yet. Have you? <laughs> Have you had? <laughs> Honey Crisp. Is it the Honey Crisp or the Granny Smith? Come on, man. <laughs> Pink Lady, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> Should have known. <laughs> oh, you're one of those guys. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Anyways, yeah. Uh we can we can get off of Twitter until uh until I can actually get off of Twitter. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh I I had no idea that we were gonna talk about that at any point in this episode and Twitter? really just kind of, yeah. Yeah. And it really just kind of kicked things off for us. That was so. it. You, you were just like, it's... you were like, so Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a guest. What should we talk about? Oh, I know how <laughs> much I hate Twitter. Hmm. Next guest. Hey, you got it. You were all, they were all over you over the Kenny Pickett thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where do you stand on that? How do you how are you feeling about Kenny Pickett and his Superflex in Dynasty? I'm not interested in him. I don't have yeah. any Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I mean, why would I don't know? He's just like um I feel like he's a Jacoby Brissett, like just you know, yeah, eventual backup 
journeyman type of guy, but it'll take, I mean, hopefully Pittsburgh picks up on that. Yeah. Yeah. When they drafted him I, I, at the time, I felt like, why did you draft? You already have Mitchell Trubisky. Why did you just draft draft his like doppelganger, you know, with kind of smaller hands? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. My I, issue. I, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go for it. I, I was always curious because no, that that that's the year where all the quarterbacks fell to the third round and the fifth round. And who would have taken Kenny Pickett if it wasn't for the Steelers? Like, right? Where, would he have been? Would he have been grouped in with those guys? And would have been? I mean, it seemed as if pre-draft only the Steelers were kind of interested, right? Well, actually, Sam Howell was kind of getting mocked to the Steelers a lot too. But we'll get we'll get a, a chance to see what he looks like potentially in uh, Washington. But, yeah, but to your, I mean, to your point, they could have taken anyone right there, <laughs> and right, like, they could have got an it, offensive lineman or yeah, just or, or even like, needs were last season. But if they were set on quarterback, it it just as easily could have been Malik Willis, and now you know we would be talking about Malik Willis in the exact same way. It's not that there was anything special about Kenny Pickett that no. led to that pick being made. It was more that like that pick was made. And so now we have to, we, you know, we have to talk about him as a first round quarterback, even though it's, he's, he's not really anything, you know, there's, there's nothing there that really differentiates him from Malik Willis or Sam Howell or Matt Corral, you know? So that draft class of quarterbacks just destroyed me. Like, I don't want to use the term PTSD, but I just did. But, you know, I don't want to minimize that. But I'm <laughs> shell-shocked by that quarterback class to the point where I'm just like, well, I don't know about – I mean, what do I, I don't know about these guys coming out? Because it's like, well, you know, Bryce Young's got – he's small. And, you know, uh, what's-his-face? Stroud, like, came out of nowhere. He kind of came out of nowhere. But he, he had that big, big game that kind of, like, catapulted him into the – the, the, the early part of the first round. And then yeah, I don't think you get this, this weirdo will Levis. everybody has. It's the same thing with the 2018 class where that was supposed to be this big quarterback class. That was the quarterback class of the ages, you know, with Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield and uh, Josh Allen and, and to a, a, a lesser extent, Lamar Jackson, you know? Yeah. Right. Nope. Cause he, you know, he didn't, <laughs> run at the combine and they wanted him to be a wide receiver. And it's like, come on, are we still doing this black quarterback thing in 2018? Give me a break, man. And he, and he showed everybody. Yeah. But what, what I'm saying <laughs> is these quarterbacks, like we don't know if Will Levis is going to be good or, uh, or Hendon, Hendon hooker. Like everyone's viewing these quarterbacks. Like these two first guys are the best guys, like for like Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and, and Josh Rosen. These guys are can't miss guys. And Josh Allen, he's really raw. So he's going to need a couple of years to develop, you know? Yeah. And then, so, I mean, how is that not any different from this class? Is Hendon Hooker going to be the late round guy that blossoms, even though he's a hundred years old, you know, when was the last old quarterback, Brandon Whedon? He was, he was shit. Right. So, and then throw in a torn ACL. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, he looks great, but is it like, and then you got Will Levis, who's like just a weirdo, you know, (laughs) making his dumb videos, eating all weird stuff, you know, like putting mayonnaise and coffee and just being like, a creepy dude 
with these giant arms and everyone's like, well, can he throw a football? This and, that? and maybe those two guys are going to be the, the guys that hit because everyone was talking about Baker and Darnold in the same light in 2018, the same professional NFL analysts and fantasy analysts. You know, everyone hated Josh. All the fantasy guys hated Josh Allen back then. Yeah. So, but everyone, everyone's kind of, I mean, I'm completely like shell shocked from last season. So I'm like, are any of these guys going to be good? And they're, and we've had guys on the dynasty hot sauce pod, our friends that, that, you know, Johnny law, the guys that, that, that analyze these college prospects, uh, Travis may was another great episode, but as I name drop, you know, you're going to hear a lot of that, you know, listen <laughs> nice. to the dynasty hot sauce podcast. We drop an episode once a week. We have a Patreon <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, man, you don't know what these quarterbacks are going to be. I feel like it's a crapshoot. Memphis from Dynasty Warzone said it. He's like, why can't Will Levis and like Hendon Hooker be the guys that you know? Yeah, out? and the other guy because it's there's no rhyme really rhyme or reason. Uh, it depends on everything. It depends on landing spot and support system and coaching staff and talent. You know? See but if this coaching I, staff can develop a quarterback. You know, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's kind of the key for Levis and, and Richardson and, you know, probably to a lesser extent, Hen and Hooker. And then, you know, does somebody actually give Stetson Bennett a chance? Because, you know, I mean, he he could he could be kind of a a solid game manager type who just, uh, you know, he's just kind of a it, it just wins like that's that's the whole thing with him. He's just. He just wins games. He finds ways to get that done. Well, who's not going to be Will Levis? Uh, Stetson Bennett. (laughs) (laughs) Stetson Bennett, another guy. He's like older than Hendon Hooker. Yep. Yep. Another old guy. It's older than like half the guys in the league currently. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) But the oldest guy in the AFC East, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but. Back-to-back national championships. I gotta, yeah. gotta, gotta defend uh, Justin Rogers' guy here. Yeah, um, he's gonna get be on somebody's team, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a matter of does he get a chance. But I, like, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm, I'm like, I'm excited. I like, or not even excited. Just like, I feel relieved to have at least two quarterbacks coming in who, in, in we don't even need to know for sure who they're going to be. But last year, I mean, we just didn't really have much of an opportunity to get anything for super flex purposes out of that class. It was just kind of, this is going to be gross, you know, especially when they're all fall into the third round and beyond. It's like, this is, these guys are just being drafted to be backups and and bridges. This isn't, this is, this isn't anything that we can really, sink our teeth into but now we're actually getting we're we're kind of back to that point where we've got those guys who belong at the top of the first round for the for nfl purposes and it's just it's it's relieving to me to have you know to know that like somewhat somebody from this group at least one of these guys and i i think that it's still safe to just kind of um you know, to assume that Bryce Young is going to be that guy just because of the trajectory he's been on ever, you know, every step of the way since high school. But like, even if it's not, it's like we've we're going to get something out of this, you know. So like, 
like you kind of take a little if you were to take a little bit of the portfolio approach and you know just try and end up with at least you know one share of each of these four quarterbacks i mean somebody's gonna hit pretty big for you like even if you yeah. don't want it, you know even if you don't necessarily right. buy into the idea that you just you you, you know Bryce Young is the can't miss guy and we like, get into context of your league and your team you know like mm-hmm. and your needs you know can you afford to take a chance on a quarterback with like the 104 you know i mean anthony mm-hmm. richardson who like, what is going on with this guy? He's all, I mean, everybody's all over the place. I mean, there are some people, there are a lot of, they're the naysayers and they're the, the ceiling. It's all about the ceiling, you know, but if you want to, yeah. you can take a chance where, where if you're in a lot of leagues, you can say, you know what? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'll roll the dice. Or if you're like a league champion that has, that happens to have like the one Oh, whatever, where, I, where, where, where he falls, you know, and we'll find out all that stuff after, the draft, you know, if this guy goes 101, that kind of changes things a little bit. If he if he goes 105, right, 104 in a rookie super flex, right, mm-hmm. or 106 even, you know, if he drops to late first, um, you know, do JSN and Gibbs take over or you know, fill that that draft position in a rookie super flex draft? Yeah, it's possible. It's probably not likely for Richardson, but I could definitely see that happening to Levis. You know, I mean, do I of... want to skip? I mean, I love Gibbs. You know, I'm a yeah. big Gibbs. I, I think he's going to be the next CMC. Honestly, man, I just love that mm. whole. I love it. I love it. But are you going to pass on uh, the crapshoot, which is Anthony Richardson? Where everyone's like, he should have. Everyone was like, oh, he should have stayed in. Should have stayed in. And then he freaked out at the combine, and everyone's like, oh my god. You know, he can do all these all this cool stuff at the combine. He must be a great NFL quarterback. Yeah. Uh, have you guys have you guys spent much time kind of forecasting where you think these guys are going to land? We we touched on it. Yeah. Um, but you know, that sort of that sort of stuff. It's just who cares about what I think, right? You know, like who cares where I think who cares where I think Anthony Richardson is gonna go? <laughs> I don't know. Hey man, where would I like to see him go? I'd like him to go to the fucking Jets. <laughs> I hope he falls in the 13th makeup, man. You know, just because because we gotta keep swinging. You gotta keep right. swinging at a quarterback. You gotta keep swinging. Like Russell Wilson, dude. Where are you at with him? Are you have you had it with him? Are you done with him? Or is no, not are at you all. like Sean Payton's yeah. gonna save the day? Uh, it, it, it's less about Sean Payton and it's more about not Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> so I'm sorry to, sorry to tell you, cause now you guys get to deal with them, but yeah, I mean, it, cool. it, offensive coordinator, I think, I, I think he's one of those guys who is, uh, sure. is going to be a great quarterback or a great coordinator and never going to be like, he just doesn't, he doesn't have Top what hole. it takes to be a, yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, Wade Phillips, like guys like that, just like, as a, a coordinator he's he's a yeah. lifetime coordinator and he's going to be great at it but right. i mean he just the the clock management the the play calling like it was all just such a charlie foxtrot and right. we as soon as he was gone like jerry rossberg isn't anything special he's just kind of a guy i mean he was originally brought in to help nathaniel hackett figure out when to call a timeout <laughs> 
Like right. that was his entire job. He was a consultant. Well, I, I, you he, know what? I'll defend. I'll defend Hackett on this one, and I don't give a shit about Nathaniel Hackett. I know he's my <laughs> offensive coordinator now, but it doesn't matter. But yeah. I think if I'm a head coach, I I need a timeout guy. I need a guy that just that's just like is there for the his job is to call the timeout when the timeout needs to be called. Right. And you need to study that shit. Like you pay somebody, give them a nice minimal salary, which is just a uh, drop in a bucket for an NFL team. Have some guy just study timeout taking, (laughs) (laughs) make that his like full-time job. And that's all he does every single day for eight hours. It's like study, like (laughs) when to take a timeout in a football game and just have that guy stand next to you. Now do it. Timeout. Take the timeout. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, like at least if if at first it makes sense, like for a rookie head coach. But yeah, like there probably are some like some uh, advanced analytics on. There's on. some weird. There's some weird stuff that goes on on the sideline, man. There's some weird. There's some weird. You know, you know, Bill Belichick's got all those you know funky, you know, jobs yeah. that you know pay attention to this or that you know there's the videotaping guy right or the the ball the ball deflator guy (laughs) yeah it would be hilarious to me if jerry rossberg though is like a a timeouts like guru like advanced analytics type of guy like he looks like the type of like he looks like he would have a jelly stand at the farmer's market not like (laughs) not be like an an analytics guy but I'm the but timeout I mean, coordinator for the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Nice <laughs> timeout coordinator. That's like a new job. <laughs> I'm in charge of timeouts. <laughs> <laughs> I called it timeouts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, once uh, you're I at just... the Christmas party, you're at the, 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 the Broncos Christmas party. Hey, there's a timeout guy. Hey, hey, you have a few <laughs> shots with a timeout guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like put that on a business card and stuff. Yeah. Timeout. Hey, my card. <laughs> Time out, coordinator. Yeah. You have to go to the uh, Super Bowl and shit, you know? <laughs> Calling timeouts in the Super Bowl. Yeah, like that guy that's gets a heavy. That's heavy man. stuff right there, man. That's true. That's when you're earning your salary. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Sean McVay hires him away from you. So, um, yeah, like, but, but I mean, the second that they, they moved on from Nathaniel Hackett, give Jerry Rosberg the the head coaching position for the last, you know, what, two, three weeks of the season. I mean, we just saw a completely different Russell Wilson and it just tells me that Hackett was the entire issue. And I mean, I've kind of heard since then that I've heard a lot of chatter about, you know, Hackett just not really having a, a consumable playbook and like the time management really does kind of affect the way, the quarterback operates too, you know, like all of that stuff just kind of, just, just kind of throws Russell Wilson completely off. I, I, there's still a non-zero chance that he's just done, but I, I just, I feel like we just saw some evidence that, you know, you, you get him away from Nathaniel Hackett, you get him some just, you know, steady guidance, at the head coaching position, it doesn't have to be Sean Payton. I mean, it will be Sean Payton, but it doesn't have to be Sean Payton. It just needs to be somebody who's going to get out of the way a little bit and, you know, not try and get too cute with it. All right. So, well, well, Russell Wilson's currently the QB 22 in DLF April. Yeah, it's Superflex ADP. 
Uh, QB 22. That's so crazy. I think I have him somewhere around QB 16. He's 50. Like he's like 50, 55, 56 overall. Yeah. Uh, QB's taken ahead of him. Like what, 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 how do you, where's, where's Russell Wilson as at 34 years old? Where is his ceiling with the Broncos? He's currently QB 22. QB is ahead of him. Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, Trey Lance, Kirk That's, Cousins. Would you take <laughs> Russell Wilson over any of those guys? All of them. Yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins is tough for me, but uh, I, I mean, I have it ranked that way. I do think that, I think Wilson gives you a slightly higher ceiling. I also think that he's got a little bit more job security. I mean, hell, Minnesota's been linked to a trade for Trey Lance. Sure. You know? I mean, and so, Cousins and Wilsons are the same age with Danny Dimes or Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still have Wilson. Um, higher ceiling. Or, uh, I don't blame floor. you. I'm, I'm one of Danny Dimes is turning back into um, Danny Dollars <laughs> is turning back into Danny Dimes. Or he's yeah. turning back into Danny Pumpkin. Yup. And they're still now not, got his money. <laughs> and they're still not giving him any real weapons. Like they gave him I, oh. like Paris Campbell. Like that's that's your scrap big, heap guys. Yeah, exactly. Scrappy one year deal, guys. And you know what? That's a strategy. That's a strategy. They're putting that, strategy. they're growing some, they're adding some some lower level, they're adding depth pieces. Maybe they're gonna make a big splash and and all signs are pointing to them taking a wide receiver in the draft. I don't know why they haven't really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why D Hop is like all of a sudden appealing. You know, he he, he was like on his way out, but then the injuries started <laughs> flaring up. Then he gets busted with steroids. I don't know, man. I mean, a D Hop is such. It's a nice flashy name, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of these older guys when they start getting those soft tissue injuries and stuff start flaring up and oh yeah yep but we're yeah. here to talk about superflex yes so and... give, me, give me a give me a name uh a russell wilson i mean you're not you're not taking russ wilson over any of the rookie quarterbacks are you um yeah i'm taking i i've that's hot. definitely will levis and i it, I, I think that it depends on your roster build when you're talking about Anthony Richardson. Like, I think that, you know, like if you've got a solid quarterback one already, if you've got one of the elite guys, then sure. Anthony Richardson makes a little bit more sense. Like you're kind of looking for upside but, because dude, you already have the floor, you know, but, but we've seen the floor of Russell Wilson and it is messy. It is. Sticky. Yeah. There's, it there's is not sticky. Much his floor is the is the is the basement of like a college frat house. You know, <laughs> I I agree, but I you got to just trust me on this one. So is Anthony Richardson's. I, I mean, but I, I'd much rather roll the dice. I mean, Anthony Richards' value is baked in for the next at least two seasons before they. St I mean, I, I I'm gonna give him like the Zach Wilson treatment. Like Wilson <laughs> got a year and change. So that's like the new, I guess, low of the low. But if you want to right. talk about Zach Wilson, who's been compared to Jamarcus Russell, I mean, is Anthony Richardson going to be at that type of a bust? Or are you going to get that 20-year-old no. 6'4", 244 athletic <laughs> freak yeah. to go berserk 
on the field or do you want Russ Wilson, you know, crying in the sh- it looks like when he gets when he like curls up into that fetal position on the field, it looks like he's crying <laughs> in the shower in his football uniform. This is getting mean spirited, man. <laughs> like <laughs> dude, give me all the rookie quarterbacks over Russ Wilson. Come on. Yeah. You got yeah. Come on. Do you got to not be the Broncos nah. guy that roots for Russ. I get you have to root for <laughs> Russ Wilson, but in in real in fantasy, you're rooting for Russ Wilson. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, we've we've uh, like he's he's got a track record. You know, he's got a history. He's sure. been the MVP of this league, and that like that's the type of thing that we really kind of want to to be able to wrap our arms around at this point. Like it, it's, it sounds fun to have Anthony Richardson, but I mean, we've seen again, back to last year's class. I mean, that was Malik Willis, you know, that upside, that was, that's what we were looking for right. from Malik Willis. And we were so excited about it. And, and Desmond Ritter as well. And when those guys got on the field, it was nothing, you well, know? And well, it's, it's like yeah. it, at the end of the day, the name of this game is, Man, give me somebody who who it, it, you know is going to be on the field, is going to score me some points, and uh, you know who I can, who I feel like I can trust um, for man, it, uh, like at least a year to just be on the field more than anything. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Give I don't me, know. give me Richardson because he's he's shiny. Yeah, he's shiny. That's- yeah, he is. I I mean, I think that he's got significantly more upside. I mean, Hell for, yeah. For, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Come on. <laughs> and that's, but that's like, that's without knowing landing spot. I have no idea what his weapons Dude, are going to look I like. I have seen Russ Wilson in the fetal position on the field <laughs> of football field. I'm, I'm, I can't imagine seeing Anthony Richardson in the fetal position on the football field. You, Can you? you? And he's a you, he's a monster. You get the almighty Aaron Rodgers, and all of a sudden you've got he you, can, you, you can just talk about whatever you want. Everybody else's quarterback is just kind of dude. He could be on <laughs> He Man, Anthony Richardson. He could be a character in He Man. Yeah, totally, man. No, no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah, but, but, uh, yeah. But, but can I mean, he be an NFL quarterback though? That's yeah. <laughs> there you go. He could be uh, Chris Strebler. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 the whole thing. I mean, it it's not even that I'm necessarily concerned about anything with his skill set. It's just that I mean, 13 NF or 13 starts in college. That's all he's got. And it wasn't a pro style yeah. offense. That's not you pretty. Know. Yeah, it it there's there's just way too much unknown. That was it's, um didn't isn't that like Mitch Trubisky starting yeah. starting games territory? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and again, you know, if you're running kind of a watered down RPO type offense in college, you're not lining up under center. You're not running that pro style offense like, you know, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud and even Will Levis was running. You know, there's there's a lot more that he's got to develop, a lot more tools that he has to develop in order for this to to work at all, for us to even get off the runway with him. How many? I'm gonna ask the Superflex dude. How many quarterbacks are in your top five um, rookies? In a if you're in a rookie draft and you have, you know, all five picks. 
first five picks. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just say, hey, what are your rookie rankings? <laughs> let's just call it. Let's just say you're in a league and you got the first five picks. How are you, how are you rocking them? Man, uh, yeah, got to go Bijan, of course. Um, right. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I, I want to see what your top five look like after this, too. Yeah. Um, uh, Bryce Young is that's the quarterback that you want. That's Trevor Lawrence trajectory. Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, really uh, uh, beyond the stature, like forget about the forget how, about his stature. How can you forget about the size? Because he, his, I mean, he, like, he was what five foot eight in call in high school when he was the number two prospect in the country, number one quarterback. He was what, five nine, five ten when he won the Heisman. Like he's, this is just kind of, I, it, it, it's, it's not like it's a new development for him. You know, <laughs> like he's used to playing the right. quarterback yeah. position, being a, a tiny little guy. Um, Understood. Being petite, <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. But just the, you know, the way he was recruited, the way he, I mean he got he had offers from basically everybody he had his choice of schools chose alabama and i mean they didn't give him weapons and really i mean he's throwing to jameson williams and like it's you know a whole lot of nothing really right and got a heisman you know you're constantly you know um he he he's throwing for you know four thousand yards um you know 40 plus touchdowns like We've we and again that's a pro style offense, by the way. Um without pro weapons, but yeah, pro uh, weapons two years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, somewhat. It was it was better, <laughs> definitely better. Yeah. But I anyways, know he was running yeah. for his life a little bit more this this year this season than last. Yeah. Yeah. Which performed at a high level, but it's yeah. that whole five ten thing, man. Five ten. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I mean, I, I know like Josh Downs is five nine and one hundred and seventy one pounds, and yeah. but young young is thirty pounds heavier. You know, five ten. I don't know. I mean, Bijan's yeah. five eleven and two fifteen. I w- I wish I don't know. I, I want to say I wish Bryce Young was a little heavier so he could take take hits, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe it may, maybe he is. I don't know him enough to know that if he is elusive and knows how to take a hit without getting hurt, you know. Right. I mean, sure. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is his doppelganger. Really, he's 5'10", 207, and Bryce Young's five ten two o four. So, and picture a Kyler Murray sized quarterback without yeah. without who doesn't, legs. who doesn't run as much, right? right. Yeah, the legs. Yeah. Definitely, but man, deadly accurate in, standing in the pocket. And I know and, he pulls magic out of his hat. <laughs> yeah, right? he he extends the play. He you know he he moves the pocket, and he like he just has that feel in the pocket. Like he feels the pressure, um, and but you know doesn't lose his head and take off and and run. I, I almost to a fault, he's still looking down the field, but like, that's the type of stuff. That's what I want in my super flex in my dynasty quarterbacks, but you, you know, but, you, but what I, I know he, you get you, the move around the pocket stuff. Can you do that at an NFL level 
And if one false move and you're getting crushed, Mike right. White style, you know, right. I, you know, I'm a, clearly a Jets fan and I'll drop some, <laughs> you know, Mike White, you know, would sit there and he would literally fold like a suitcase. The guy, the, he got hit one time, like in the midsection and his body just collapsed like a suitcase would close. Yeah. Or a, yeah. Or a briefcase. If anyone knows what a briefcase is. Remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, thankfully. That was way that's before my time, and I'm an old guy. So, uh briefcase. I did used to, I, I did work in New York City for for a time where you I would have to have I don't know if you'd call it a satchel. I would just call it my bag. And it was just like this over the shoulder man purse, man. This is like a law. It was a, you know, you fit a lot of stuff in there. Like, you know, you have, you have to, you need an umbrella. I mean, you live in, when you live in Manhattan, you need an umbrella and some lipstick, know, some <laughs> lipstick, <laughs> my blood, my makeup case. Yes. Man, I like I, I actually wish I could get away with carrying something like that or even just like bring back the fanny packs. Like even like that was that was it was a better time, man. <laughs> we could just yeah, well, put my, on my, a... my, my bag was was the shit, man. It was a typical like uh, like you work in a city, you, you carry like a bag. Like It wasn't like outlandish. Well, I will tell you a funny story where I met my friends. I'm from I'm from Jersey. I live I currently I'm back in Jersey, but nowhere near where I used to live. Mm-hmm. But where I grew up, uh, one of my oldest friends was getting married. They had a bachelor party in the city doing their bar hopping in New York City. So I met them there, you know, via subway because I live in I live and I met them at a bar and I walk in and they, they all start making fun of me because I have a scarf on. When you're walking around in the city, you know, <laughs> you, you wear a scarf when it's chilly. Right. And, you know, I just thought it was I thought it was funny that they were making fun of me for wearing a scarf where it's like it's <laughs> like, warm, it's like walking, making fun of someone for drinking water in the city. You know, it's like <laughs> you have, it's just what you do. You have to survive. You know? But it's, you know, my goof, my goofy buddies were like, <laughs> you're looking for the scarf on, <laughs> you know, like nice scarf, <laughs> grandma. Yeah. Just yeah. Like... Yeah, <laughs> I own a fucking badass scarf. I have a nice scarf, bro. You need when you have a scarf, you need a long scarf. You need like like a like a six foot scarf, seven foot scarf. Oh wrap, yeah, wrap that shit around your neck. Yeah, man. Like, uh, you, like you're a... in Colorado. You have a you 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 rock the scarf, right? You have a scarf. I don't, but I, I'm I'm not going to judge you for it because I spend some money on a scarf. Man. Again, it's one of those things that like I wish I could get away with it. You know. I wish Dude, that I could do that without hearing. You, looking without at you now, it. like you're, a, I could see you're a scarf guy. I could I, tell, yeah, probably. I could tell you, you got the got the beard going. I mean, <laughs> not, clearly not. I mean, you're in the Adidas tracksuit right now. I don't think the <laughs> scarf would necessarily uh, go well with that, you know, unless you were trying to make a statement, which would be funny because it's just me and you on um, this pod right now. <laughs> but if you, you how know, do you know this is maybe they would say me. maybe they would recognize you at the at the supermarket man if you rock the scarf how do you know this isn't me like dressed to impress for you larry monkey <laughs> oh larry monkey's <laughs> coming on the show tonight let me bust out <laughs> honey get the track where's suit. my Adidas track suit <laughs> <laughs> the one with the stripes what? all the way we down the arms it has- we don't have an adidas oh. track suit <laughs> <laughs> Do you? <laughs> if so, you're going to hear from my divorce attorney. 
Yeah, I'll so. have you know it's just the top half. Although, yeah, I yeah. guess the, he's laying the, on the couch watching Netflix, wearing your fucking tracksuit, and you're like, "Come on, man, Larry Monkey's coming on the show. I need that shit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was all wearing a suit and stuff. And <laughs> I it's know. like, <laughs> take off that suit. Give me that. Take that cummerbund off. So, right, so your top five of the. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, your top five is the top. Spicy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Bijan, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and then uh, Jackson Smith, Najigba. But honestly, like, I'm I'm open to the idea of Will Levis sneaking in there. He, he's got a pretty wide uh, range of outcomes. He could he could fall quite a ways for me. Um and I'm I'm also uh, I'm open to the idea of Jameer Gibbs in the right landing spot, um, jumping in there as well. So uh, JSN and and Anthony Richardson I think are both vulnerable for me. So there's there's room for someone to move up. Um, but yeah, I want to hear uh, what your top five sound like. Oh, I love it, man! My top five is going five, to be five. so chilling. <laughs> for your audience i hope they're sitting down if they're driving they need to pull over to the side of the road they need to oh, pull man. over at a rest stop brace yourselves i mean i have Bijan robinson clear blah, 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 blah. Bijan, Bijan, cj okay. sharp bryce young but then it gets tricky stroud over young is honestly a little spicy but uh yeah let's... listen i get it i just don't want i mean i'm fat i'm a facts guy i'm a yeah. facts guy yeah, and we only really have uh, what's our only sample of of someone of his size? Like when if me and if, I mean you're you're a pretty tall guy, right? What are you about six foot, six one, six foot? Yeah, he's all right because we have hung out together in yeah, Colorado. Yeah, we have. We have had a beer together, uh, gluten free beer for you, of course. <laughs> right? right? right. Of if course. I remember correctly. Yep. If one you... of one of three of my uh, fantasy football friends in this entire world that I've met in person here in Colorado. Yeah. It's you. It's Gabe Gearing, and it's Stompy. Nice. So it's it's pretty exclusive company. company, man. Yeah. That is, yeah. They, they are in good company, aren't they? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so Bryce Young, I mean, if if the three of us go to a concert, standing room, like general admission, yeah, Bryce Young, me and you are enjoying the show. We Bryce have to stand Young behind Bryce Young. Bryce Young cannot <laughs> see the band. I mean, but you're pretty tall, so like, well, you're... yes, I'm six two. Yeah. So so I I. Feel that's like why, that's why me and you can see the concert and Bryce Young cannot see the concert. Yes, he, yeah. he has to. He's just looking at someone's back. But I feel like you're you're like what I'm hearing is that you're a little bit uh, uh, heightest. You're. Uh, oh, I was going to say a shortest. <laughs> 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 Sounds like that's me. I'm like or the... minimalist. <laughs> minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> minimalist qb give me bryce young and kyler murray <laughs> oh yeah bryce young or kyler murray that's, that's a tough one right now right yeah kyler murray is like turned into this like villain 
So, yeah, I, I, but I have to put Bryce Young in the top five because everyone's in love with him. Like I said, man, I'm scared because of last year's class. I'm afraid. And everyone's like, oh, because when you listen to all the analysts and you hear everybody talk and stuff, everyone's, everyone gives you the, the cons. They, everyone can't wait, can't, they cannot wait to tell you, oh, man, this size and blah, blah, blah. Kenny Pickett, he's got small hands and, um, you know, the, the, it was only played this many games in college and blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I'm afraid. I want, I, I'm, I, I'm, I feel like I have to put Bryce Young and CJ Stroud in my top five, but those are the only two guys I'm putting in my top five. I've now moved JSN into the top five and I booted Will Levis in the last 30 minutes as we are speaking, just because of what we're talking about. Like Will Levis has a, and we, and we and we did we did our um, our little analysis with the 2018 class and how that was all, everybody was all about. Oh yeah, these guys are chemist guys. This is the greatest draft class since '83. And then all of a sudden, the last two QBs were, and, and and Josh Allen was a top ten pick. Let's not sell him short, but he was the last. And then so who cares about Lamar Jackson, right? You know, who turned out to be the best of all of them, MVP. And statistical, statistically, I mean, Josh Allen's nice. He throws interceptions and, you know, he he gets injured just as much as as L. Jacks. But who knows about this draft class? And I'm if I need a QB, I'm clearly going to roll the dice because of the ceiling of some of them. But when it comes to quarterbacks. And what I have experienced in the last draft, which has really taken its toll on me, as I've said, I don't know what I want to do. I might just play it safe and just take, boom, Jamar Gibbs, who's like a, what the 105 right now in, in a, uh, DLF ADP, Superflex ADP. Now, if these guys go all top 10, I can't see that happening because we've heard, uh, I mean, they're quarterbacks mm -hmm. and everyone loves quarterbacks, yeah. but we don't know if th what the... Even the general NFL is like, I don't know anything about the story of Anthony Richardson. I don't know where he's, you know, everybody's smokescreening right now. It's a week before the draft, so nobody knows anything. But are these guys going to go? Like, is Will Levis that, uh, is Will Levis top 10 material? We'll find out. Anthony Richardson, we'll find out. We don't know. I'm curious about Jameer Gibbs, though. Like, yes. because you're, you're actually, you're, you're relatively high on him. I'm sure you're yes. aware. <laughs> so, like, how sensitive are you to landing spot with Jameer Gibbs? Like, how? Um, well, I mean, you know, yeah, like, what does a bad landing spot look like, and what is that going to do to how you rank him? If he lands on a team that doesn't like to throw to the running back, then <laughs> then his. Uh, I've seen a lot of mocks where Tampa Bay is. I've seen uh, Bijan mock to Tampa. And it's like, wow, they have Rashad White. Mm. But a lot of folks don't remember. He was a third-round pick. He's just like a whatever. He's like a Michael Carter guy, a support guy. And then you have Todd Bowles coming out in the offseason. Oh, this is, I, want, I want Rashad White to get, uh, you know, I can see him in a in a, in a three-down roll, blah, 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 blah. It gets everybody crazy. It's everybody's yeah. panties, you know, in a bunch. <laughs> and then, uh, but I'm just like, hey, you know what? Guess what? Tampa could use a back because what? Who, Keyshawn Vaughn? Remember that guy? <laughs> Is that his name? I still I don't even remember if that mm -hmm. was his real name. Yep. Right. 
He's still around. <laughs> He's like the RB2 there. So they need a running back, and there's a bevy of running backs yeah. in this year's draft. Yep. So <laughs> do they want to get a blue chip guy? Because, I mean, uh, it, it's funky. It's funny that they keep seeing running backs being mocked to Tampa, you know, uh, especially when they have uh, so many other needs. But who, who the heck knows? Right. Uh, there's a it's, a it's a deep draft. Gibbs is going to be this most likely this. I mean, who knows? Charbonnet might be the second running back off the board. I mean, Gibbs is a little slight in size. So who knows where Gibbs could possibly be drafted to, but I, I would expect him to be the second running back off the board. If he's not a late first, then maybe he's clearly going to be the running back get, that gets either traded up for in the top of the second, or he's definitely going to be a top of the second round guy. I would expect that's my expectation. So I cannot wait to see where he falls. I don't want anybody yeah. going to the Patriots. I just think that's like a fantasy. That's fantasy dungeon right there. The Pats, dude. I mean, Javante Williams. What? That's yeah. the other part of it. Like, have have any has anybody here anything good come out of Denver about like this guy's knee? Is he like doing? Is he? No. Is there any Instagram posts at all or anything? I mean, he's really not that far removed. Yeah, I know. In I it it's it's honestly kind of like a it's a little bit of a blessing in disguise with Javante because expectations are going to be low, which they should be. They should also honestly they should be low this year for Brees Hall, and they probably won't be. People are going to expect Brees Hall to just pick where he pick up where he left off and it's 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 a different injury i'll I'll grant you that but it's it's still that acl injury you know and it still takes a full year you know beyond the after the actual um after the actual surgery to repair it it takes a full year to rehab that for running backs a lot of of that is psychological so I mean, you like we almost have to plan on a down season for both of those guys coming off of torn ACLs. The difference is going to be that people expect that with Javante Williams, and but they're not going to see it coming with Brees Hall, and that sucks. <laughs> that, I think when you think something... about Brees Hall, you have to think about Saquon Barkley and how he kind of right. didn't really work his way back. I, and I know injuries has plagued his entire career but the acl he he, i mean he really wasn't himself until this year and which is a year removed from the acl so i mean Mm -hmm. who knows with modern modern science and modern medicine and yada 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 but yeah i I mean i I don't want i mean if i who wants to go who wants to tear their acl and then have someone crash into it like six months later not me (laughs) That's what I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I mean by the psychology piece of it. Like that's the big thing that they have to get past. And we just saw with JK Dobbins too, like, you know, the, that surgically repaired knee, you know, quote unquote seized up on him, what that really was. And I, I mean, I know that there was some inflammation that they had to go in and scope, but it like ultimately what that really boiled down to was, he wasn't feeling good about the stability of that knee, that surgically repaired knee. And he ended up missing several more weeks. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we would all be the same way. And the first time you, you know, the first time that you, that you plant that leg and cut, it's going to scare the shit out of you. The first time you take a hit to that knee, it's going to scare the shit out of you. And they have, it, it, it takes some time to get past that to where you trust it again. So I, and I just yep. think that it, uh, Brees Hall is likely going to go through that same thing. I mean, we should plan on it at least. It's great and, by window. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, right now it's probably the more of a sell window, but you can, you're for, for 2024. I have a feeling he's going to be my running back one. He's, he's going to be the guy. Yeah. The first, the first like three, four weeks of the season is going to be the Bryce window, the Bryce window for purchase. He's going to be on sale at his lowest price point. The first mm-hmm. few weeks of the season when he's just not in the mix, yep. it's going to be beautiful for the, I mean, and I have him everywhere anyway. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I took a hit. I mean, again, again, to your Dobbins point, like I, I, with Dobbins, there's a lot of folks, including me and mainly me, who probably mainly other, a lot of other people who had the Dobbins and acres combo mm-hmm. where that I means that sent your, your franchise back your team, your franchise that set your own personal team back a couple of years for the folks yep. that took that had ended up with Dobbins and acres. Uh, Cause I have both of those guys on a few teams and I'm just getting my my legs back under me in that in in the leagues that I have them and and, and a lot of the leagues I traded them right before they went nuts like Dobbins I tried it, I traded Dobbins for Greg Dulcich which which would have which altered the trajectory of my team from a playoff team to a non playoff team yeah which which really. I would have like been in the champion. I would have been made it to the championship if I had not traded Dobbins for Dulcich. Because <laughs> <laughs> when everybody loved Dulcich, and I was like, I gotta have Dulcich. This is like a two tight end league with, with the one point seven five, and um, yeah. I couldn't trade uh, Dobbins for Tony. Got turned down. Wow. I was trying to get anybody for Dobbins. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That's what we call our arbitrage, right? That's- but, but um, this is the Superflex Super Show, so I don't want to. I don't want to get off topic, man. No, oh, I, I I say it all the time. Superflex is a is a quarterback driven game, but it's not a quarterback game. We we still talk about the other positions, you know, relative to quarterbacks because that's kind of that's a part of the Superflex. Yeah, that's uh, it's a part of a Superflex league. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah, I, you know what? It's funny you say that because. I've always viewed the show as a super flex driven show mm-hmm. based on the quarterback, based on how quarterbacks are viewed in a super flex league. But you're right. There yeah. are other positions that reflect the, the yeah. super flex mindset or the super flex, whatever yeah. general blah in, in like or whatever in it. And you really have to like it, you miss a ton of context if you just talk about quarterbacks. Like if you say I want to have a conversation about Superflex, uh, like it, and this happens to me a lot. Like I get I get asked to come on the podcasts and we're just talking about quarterbacks the whole time. And it's wow. like I mean like there's there's at the end of the day there's not a ton to talk when you're talking about 
you know, who would you rather have Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen? It's like, eh, it, like right. It's, it's I'm a totally guilty difference. of this too. You know, I, really? I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of this, man. This is, yeah. you're right. When, when I, when I was coming on the show, I was like, okay, this is this. I mean, we're talking quarterbacks. Cause when you, when you think of yeah. Superflex, the definition of Superflex is the quarterbacks. Yeah. It's two quarterbacks. Like that's what Superflex is. It's two quarterbacks. Should be. Uh, yeah. It, but you know, I don't, I mean, it doesn't have to be two quarterbacks because it's super flex. But 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 the main right. <laughs> driver behind anything about a super flex league is the fact that you could draft two quarterbacks, and yeah. uh, and you should draft two quarterbacks. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. But, but so kind of the the problem is, and and you know, this is a lot of people's problem with quarterback extreme is the fact that. You know, I'm, I'm prioritizing quarterback and it feels like, you know, what, what people hear anyway is, is ignore the other positions, you know, particularly ignore wide receiver, um, and to a certain ex- extent, ignore running back. And that's, that's not race, but like, you know, for, for most people, you know, to the, the, the way they want to hear this is more like, you know, how do I, how do I figure out the quarterback position while also augmenting these other positions? And that's where I say, like, to me, it's, it's pretty important to, you know, to take our quarterback analysis and just jam it into the entire player pool and say, all right, so relative to the entire player pool, relative to the wide receivers, relative to the, to the running backs, here's how the quarterbacks, you know, kind of are valued. Um, here's how you kind of, here's how you upgrade other positions, leveraging quarterbacks. So it's, again, it's like, it's quarterback driven. It's important to, to talk about the quarterbacks and how they fit into the player and, and the difference between super flex and one quarterback, but it, it shouldn't just be quarterbacks. Uh, we should still be talking about the other players and, and, uh, again, you know, kind of their their value and their production and just their utility overall relative All right. to the quarterbacks. I have a question for you then. Okay. If you are in a super flex startup draft right now, how early are you taking a position player, a non-quarterback position in a, dra- um, in a super flex draft? Or are you, does it matter how the draft unfolds? I mean, clearly that obviously does. But if you had it the way you would want it to go, when are you when are you taking your first position player? Is it the second round? Um, probably second round. Typically, what I go for is, um, it, like it, it. It's not like a a hard and fast, you know, quarterback, running back, quarterback, quarterback. It's not necessarily that, but it's basically no one no one, no one plans that. You have to wait for. You have to wait to see what what kind of who are the other GMs in the league. You know, you're right. like, oh, okay, here we go. All right, this guy. You know, <laughs> you know, first, the first twelve, the first nine picks, you know, are quarterbacks, <laughs> and then you got Chase and uh, Jefferson. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just I just started two dynasty leagues. Uh, I mean, they're they're it's 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 like their listener leagues, even though it's not named like Super yeah. Show Listener League or anything. Like it's just kind of like implied a little bit, and so it's a bunch of uh, of 
you know, what I call my super friends, the, you know, the listeners of the super show and they're, they're honestly kind of behind the scenes contributors as well. Like, um, you know, talking, uh, we, we, we share ideas and, and, um, talk through different scenarios in DMS on Twitter and, uh, in, and these folks ended up joining, they're all well aware of what I'm trying to do. Right. And, you know, they're, they're really kind of, they're overdrafting in, in, quarterback. <laughs> they, <laughs> That's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. D- depending on your perspective, because <laughs> to, me, <laughs> to me, they're drafting. Not allowed to say on but... the Super Flex Super Show. <laughs> you're allowed, <laughs> allowed to say that. You're allowed to. All all <laughs> strategies are viable. All strategies are welcome. Um, all all points of view are are, are welcome. But um, yeah, I mean, essentially, they're they're drafting kind of the way I do because you know they listen to the right. Super Show and they like the ideas you and they it. like approach. So sure. Um. So yeah, yeah like those. God. Wow. Those leagues are. I mean. are it's a lot harder to to achieve the roster build that I want to when everybody else is trying to do that. So when when everyone everyone wants ten QBs, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when Max Dugan is going in the fourth round, yeah, of <laughs> a startup draft because all the other quarterbacks are are gone already. Yeah, Devin Ritter is like a fucking second rounder, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just about, just about. Like, yeah. so, so we have two dynasty leagues. One of them, uh, Stompy is my co-owner, and I don't like that, that team nearly as much. But that one is the one that we came the closest to Superflex Flywheel, and we definitely went quarterback extreme. We've got five likely, likely starters. You share a team with Stompy? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Now, hold on a second. Now, if you, if anybody follows the the hot sauce pod and, you know, it's cool if you don't, but it'd be cool. You'd be a lot cooler if you did. (laughs) A lot cooler if you did. (laughs) There is a, uh, there was a little like skirmish uh, not too long ago, probably like a year or so ago where. Uh, the Superflex dude, John Hogue, and Stompy got into a little back and forth based up upon their appearances on the show, on our show, the Hot Sauce Pod. So, go mm-hmm. and here's the thing with the Hot Sauce Pod, as I pl- I'll give myself a little plug right here. All yeah. of our shows are standalone shows. Like, you don't have to, it's not like, oh, this news went, so this, like, you can you can scroll through all of our episodes and be like, oh. Oh, let me listen to this one with Dynasty Rich. Oh, let me see. Let me listen to this one with John Hogue where he's trashing Stompy. Oh, let me <laughs> let me hear the next show with Stompy trashing John Hogue. Oh, let me hear the show after that with John Hogue back on trashing Stompy again. <laughs> and, and, and it goes on and on and on. Like all of our shows, we 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 mix and match. We like we we have a nice blend of 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 relevant fantasy football information, but we we there's a lot, there's a lot of um uh, there's a lot of fun involved that um, that I will say that some other shows do not have. And we have a blast doing it. And there's a, uh, a fun aspect to, I don't know. I forgot. I forgot yeah. what we were even talking about. 
but um, <laughs> oh, just you know, just check out the Hogue Stompy stuff. It was classic, dude. So we have Stompy on, and he starts trashing Hogue. Next thing you know, I I sent out so Hogue listened to the show or something because you made a comment on Twitter, and then <laughs> it was really funny. It was about quarterbacks. So Stomp- Stompy was picking on you, and then he didn't have any quarterbacks, and you were just like Stompy's picking on me, but he has no quarterbacks. It was some some, and then you came on. I don't know. It's a long story, but it was really funny. Yeah, it was a, it was a great like three week like saga chunk of time yeah. that was really fun, and, and and all you guys are great sports, and we all love each other. It's it's so much fun. Like this yeah. whole community is great. The whole dynasty like community is is really really fun. Yeah, I agree. The one thing that this that the community kind of is missing though is disagreements that are still respectful diversity you know? of thought is what yes to say. Yeah. yeah exactly like and, and that was the whole that's been the thing with stompy and i forever i mean we're we're very very good friends um he lives in colorado now so uh no i get kidding. to yeah i get to hang out with i get to see him and his wife from time to time and i mean we honestly don't even talk about football that much when we're in person but far away you know, is stompy from you uh, so he's up in Boulder. Um, oh. So, I mean, it's a pretty long drive for me, but we meet halfway, probably about 30 minute drive. That's for each of us. amazing. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you do a show together? Uh, he's like an he's, official, like stompy slash. Yeah. Dude show. <laughs> I think that he's, uh, he has bigger fish to fry. It seems okay. like. Understood. Um, no he, need he, to uh, elaborate. <laughs> be a wife related. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I mean, part of it is he's like he's kind of in and out of Twitter. Like he gets he gets he suspended gets from out. time to time. Um, but yeah, like if if I was if I went to him and asked him, "Hey, want to start up a fantasy football podcast?" He'd probably say, "Yeah, I don't really have time for that." And I said, "Well, what about? Would you want to do a, a politics?" podcast and he said oh yeah yep i'm there there." uh i mean yeah i get it that's cool yeah he's kind of the the far left version of sean hannity so (laughs) uh, he's yeah so he's that's that takes up most i'm not gonna comment on any of that stuff only because (laughs) my listeners uh, our, our listeners probably already know what the deal is with with me yeah. And um, they don't obviously it's 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 I don't even want I don't want that to be a part of, of a definition of, of, of who I am. Yeah, because it's it never has been in the past. So why should it now? True. Yeah. You know? And there's a lot of people that should adopt that mindset that don't. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of my friends are just I also like 45 years. I've, I've known this guy. All of a sudden he's like talking to me about immigration. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, you, dude, you live in Florida anyway. Why? What you, who's immigrating there? Like uh, people from Alabama? Like, <laughs> what, what do you give a shit about stuff like that for? Come on, give me a break, man. Get a, get get off. Get, turn your TV off, you dumbass. <laughs> Talk about Rush and like you know music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not Rush Limbaugh, just Rush. No, like Rush the Trinity band out of Canada. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, but yeah, like to me, there needs to be like 
that that was that was kind of the value first with with uh Travis and James the Brain and then with Stompy it was just kind of like this is somebody that like we know we've got respect there that there's respect between us to a point where it doesn't really matter what happens on air and yeah. when when you don't have to worry about you know offending somebody when you don't have to worry about you know burning a bridge ruining a relationship you can really drill down to some really important disagreements that uh, that a lot of people are struggling with themselves internally and you can help them you know kind of find the answer where a lot of times you go to a, a podcast where everybody's just way too congenial and and you're no. not going to get a disagreement that's going to be useful to you you know that's definitely it. not hot sauce that's for sure hey, I've heard baby, it. We, we man we we let it let it loose you know yeah yeah we, we'll do it we'll say we we have the e next door when it, when the pod gets released we have that little <laughs> e that says explicit that stands for explicit i guess i don't know yep <laughs> but uh you know there was there's, <laughs> there's i don't understand what because podcasts first of all it doesn't really matter what you say anyway all your kids have heard all those bad words from you oh yeah they have and yep. if I they haven't it, they will and they're and no they they they've heard them all they all my, my i have a seven-year-old daughter that i do not you know i don't say bad words in front of her but she's heard me say bad words and she knows the bad words she hears them all day at school and the middle finger is a big deal she's in second grade the middle finger is like a big deal right now yeah daddy do you know what the middle finger means it means all the bad words all in one yep and then she's like and it also means f you <laughs> nice. that's a direct quote out of my second grade seven-year-old daughter yeah and my, it, also, it means all the curse words in the world all in one and it also means f you yep. <laughs> and then she'll throw up her ring finger and she's and she'll be like and it's like under the cover. It's like under a blanket or under a towel or something. She's like, I'm giving you the finger right now. <laughs> I'm giving you the finger right now. You know, it's like, a, oh, so silly. It's yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Just, I mean, just be, oh, God. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you want to go now. Kyler Murray. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I Actually, I, I want to finish off uh, the Jameer Gibbs thing because. Love it. Um, there, there hasn't been, I mean, I haven't had i haven't done episodes in i've i've done one episode in like a month and you kind of just saw why um you saw the technical difficulties have you been dealing with that a lot uh so the the previous equipment um that i had before so this is new equipment that i'm trying to break in here but uh including the computer i didn't know that it was ever the equipment with a stream yard like turbulence i didn't know that was equipment related i just figured it was just like uh connection or like internet issues i yeah. don't know it was like the computer you're using yeah well so the the last the computer that i had was super old and uh didn't have enough storage um but yeah i mean i run through a mixer and I, yeah i'm getting way in the weeds but anyways no, yeah, like, the, here's shit, the thing man. it went south you have to do not lay off the porn on your <laughs> laptop then the, what the hell's the point of having the thing strict <laughs> restrict the porn to your cell phone do not keep the porn on your that's if you want to talk about twitter 
porn is where you want that. That's por- Twitter. Porn is the, is the best Twitter. P- porn Twitter. Huh. Porn Twitter. You ever heard of porn Twitter? <laughs> Dude, I follow an, a handful of porn stars and they are. It's amazing. It's the best. They are the best follows. It's like the Iron Sheik. And like five porn stars, and then like the Superflex dude and Stompy. <laughs> Those are the best follows on Twitter. Uh, there was a sleeper <laughs> trade that involved Kyler Murray that happened. Well, let's see, it's probably 22 hours at this point. The sleeper trade that I'm speaking of, it was Kyler Murray 103. Okay. And the 202. Oh, no, no, not enough. It was a 23 first and a 23 second. The the 103, which is clearly going to be a quarterback. It's clearly mm-hmm. going to be Stroud or Young. Or maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong. So this guy's trading in Kyler Murray for, and this is a 1.75 tight end league. And there are some mm-hmm. some stud tight ends. I mean, would you totally. take? Would you take Bryce Young and because right now Bryce Young is C.J. Stroud's the consensus one hundred two right now, after mm-hmm. Bijan. So let's yeah. just assume. I mean, obviously this could all change based if, if Bryce Young's the Carolina Panthers quarterback. I'm sure there's going to be a, a number of rookie drafts where he's because it's really not that like oh my god it's not you're not splitting hairs it's really just draft. I feel like draft capital is going to dictate. Who's the one, two, and three, right? The one, two, yep. one, three. Yeah. So yeah. just assume. So say it's Bryce Young and the 202 is like Don Kincaid or somebody. You know, 1.75. Yeah. He's the top tight end taken or Michael Mayer even. Yeah. So part of my problem with it, part of my problem with it is I like, so I prefer 102 to 103 by kind of a lot, even though I feel like those two quarterbacks are very even. Um, I I still think that there's a pretty big valued difference between the two, and it's just because of the fact that you at 102 you get it. You know, it's kind of like you said that it's going to kind of come down to draft capital. So who goes first overall, and who falls out of the top five? Um, Whereas at 103, you're kind of stuck with whichever one is left, you know. So, so I I like the versatility more. Um, so 103 kind of puts you in a little bit of a bad spot. You know, you're giving up Kyler Murray for, you know, it's going to be a quarterback that you're pretty much locked in to taking. You're pretty but much married to. I feel like you, I then, feel like Stroud is going to go top three. Yeah, you think Houston? I mean, he, Houston's blowing a lot of smoke right now. Yeah, but how do they pass on a quarterback when they have Davis Mills? Are they? they are they? Are they just right. like punting court? And I would love them to punt quarterback for next season. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. I don't I don't totally. I mean, I don't I don't. Ultimately, I don't buy it that they wouldn't take him, but just the, I mean, there's, there is a lot of, there is a lot of smoke there. There's a lot of this, like this narrative has a lot of legs. It seems like, 
you know, and it's not even just about his his skill set about him as a player. It's about his representation, you know, and the fact that he's got the same uh, the same agent as as Deshaun Watson. And so, yeah, uh, but I mean, I still think that if for whatever reason, Houston was going to make the decision not to take him. You still trade back because the right pick at 102 is CJ Stroud. So I don't think he drops. I think he goes second overall, but just the fact that there's a possibility here that Bryce Young goes first overall and then CJ Stroud falls out of the top five. Like, I just think that, you know, being being stuck with CJ Stroud kind of regardless of how far he falls in the NFL draft, that's kind of the, that's the, the issue with one Oh three. And then at that point, you're hoping that this guy who didn't get the draft capital that, you know, hypothetically didn't get the draft we were looking for, uh, you know, you're hoping that he turns into what you already had with Kyler Murray. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> That's what... I mean, I, it's like the it's like a law of averages or something with these QBs because nobody knows. You can <laughs> say till you're blue in the face, oh, it's young and Stroud. But yeah. like I said, everybody was saying, oh, it's Darnold and Baker, and to to an extent, Rosen. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a garbage. And even like two years ago, or even like with Wilson and what was it? Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson and and Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Mac Jones, like like and Trey Lance, like Trey Lance is a bust. And you can say whatever you want; he's Seems a bust. Like. He hasn't done a damn thing. He's been in the league for how many years? He's a, he hasn't done a shit. Two years. What happens when he's the quarterback of the Jets? <laughs> Trey Lance, that would be great. That'd be amazing. <laughs> now that well, but I'm, hey, here's the thing. This is where I stand. Keep, just keep at it. Keep throwing darts until you hit the bullseye. Keep doing it. Yep. This is where I'm at. This and this relates to Superflex. You know, just keep throwing that. Get your quarterback. Just keep going yep. until you get your quarterback. I mean, we we we're talking about orphans. I took over an orphan, and. I wanted my quarterbacks that I wanted. So I just kept, you know, sending trade offers, trade offers, trade offers, getting, uh, you know, rookie picks, rookie picks, rookie picks, trying to uh, maximize my value in order to upgrade the quarterback position. Cause that's the first thing you need to do in a super flex in a super X league with your team is you need some legit QBs. You can't yep. be a team that has a couple of, you know, crap QBs. You can't have like, you know, Desmond Ritter as your QB two. You know, you can. Yeah. Even if you have Pat Mahomes as your QB one, you can't have Desmond Ritter as your QB two. He's not a QB two. He's right. at best a QB three. At best, even Kenny Pickett at best is a QB three. You don't want that guy to be your mm-hmm. QB two. You want in a super flex league. You want. A legit QB one and a legit QB two. Mm-hmm. Save the Ritters and the Pickets and all that that other trash as your QB three and QB four. Yeah, because you need at least four QBs in a super flex league. Yeah, 
Minimum. Definitely agree with that part. You know that. But, but, yeah, but, but it's even more. QB1 and QB2. Your QB2 should be able to outscore your QB1 week to week. Yeah. That's the team you want. You can't have, oh, I have Pat Mahomes so I can fucking take a back seat in right. my QB2. No, no. Put your foot on your opponent's neck and get a legit QB2. Then worry about the rest of your league, rest of your team, you know? Yep. Put your, if you have two legit QBs, everybody, you can, you can just, this enables you to play with the rest of the league. You can bat them around like a cat, like a, like you're a, like it's a cat toy. Yeah. If you have two legit QBs, the rest, the rest of the league, you bat around as a cat toy. You mix and match, you make your trades, you take some, take some shots, you fill your lineup out, you collect wide receivers, save the running backs for the rookie drafts, you know, their picks, you know, mix and match, get some picks, load up on tight ends. It's a if it's a heavy premium. Yep. But get two legit quarterbacks. Two legit quarterbacks. You have to. You can't say, oh, I have a great quarterback. Let me half-ass it the rest of the way. <laughs> no. Yep. Get two legit QBs, man. Just do it. Two top ten guys. If you get and, and it's easy to do that. Yeah. It's easy. To, it's easier than you think to get two because there's someone in your league that's gonna wake up one day and is gonna be in a mood to trade. And you're gonna you're gonna catch him. You're gonna get one. You're gonna get one over on him. You're gonna get him. Kyler's kind of that guy at the moment. That's the Kyler's that guy. And there's yeah. a, a philosophy. We had Kane. What's this? Kane underscore Kane. Devi Kane. He was on our show. He was a. We had a nice um, a rookie discussion, and he had a great uh, strategy for folks that were in their rebuild. Trade for Kyler. Trade yep. for Kyler. And tank this year, and you will be in the driver's seat in 2024 with a with a Caleb Williams or Drake May, and whatever other quarterback emerges out of the depths, because that always happens. So tank, get your hands on Kyler Murray. If your team is shit, you're taking over an orphan. You want to rebuild your team. You're a, you're you know you're building up from ground zero. Get your hands on Kyler Murray ASAP because we just told you where he's at right now. He's the QB 11. Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray is a top five quarterback. Everyone knows this. Everyone. But right now he's being drafted 15th overall. He is a top five asset. Justin Fields doesn't hold a candle to Kyler Murray, but Justin Fields is the QB six being drafted at seven. Being drafted sixth overall, seventh overall, according to Dynasty League Football ADP, not rankings, April 2023 Superflex ADP. This is where these guys are being drafted right now. Mm-hmm. And Kyler Murray's being drafted not the outside of the first round. If you were just hit in a quarterback draft, he's on the fringe of being outside the first round. He is outside the first round. Yeah. If you're just doing a quarterback yep. draft right now with just quarterbacks, Kyler Murray's outside the first round. That's not, that's not making yeah. any sense. He's being drafted. Dak Prescott's being drafted to have a Kyler Murray. 
Jamar Chase is being drafted ahead of Kyler Murray. <laughs> yep. Justin Fields. Yeah. Okay. He was a, he's a flavor of the month. He was a flavor of a couple of months. Did he have a great uh, fantasy playoffs? No. No, why? Because he wasn't on the field. But if you want to throw mm-hmm. Burrow and Hurts and Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, dude, Kyler Murray is a top five dynasty overall piece. And right now he is the being drafted as the 15th overall piece. Get your hands on Kyler Murray if you are in a rebuild. And then continue your rebuild. Sell everything. Because Murray's not coming. Murray's not going to start week one. He's the perfect piece to add to a Caleb Williams in 2024. And that is what, I mean, you want to pay money to get into a dynasty league. Everyone's like, oh, well, I paid money for this league, so I want to win it right away. No. Do you want to, you know, you want to put him 50 bucks a year to lose every year and lose for five years or 10 years in a row? Or do you want to methodically build your team with as if you were were a dynasty hot sauce patron? (laughs) Because that's what would happen. You would win your league if you joined the (laughs) Patreon of the Dynasty Hot Sauce Pass. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, I digress. Kyler Murray, get your hands. This is the strategy for everyone that's in a rebuild or even partial rebuild. Trade your assets. You don't want guys that are going to score points for you because you want to be in that top. This is the year. This is the year where you want to sell off all your nonsense, draft Kyler Murray, sell all your pieces for picks, and hope you have a top two pick next year because there are two quarterbacks that will set you on your path to future stardom, to dynasty uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Dynasty – Rarefied air, the rarefied air yeah. of the, your dynasty league. Yeah, the true dynasty. Jamar Chase is a, is a, is a, he's a fun he's a nice to have he's a fun piece but the quarterbacks is what gets you to where you need to be where you want to be Jamar Chase is a fun piece amen he might get you that that fifty yep. point week once a year but is it going to happen week sixteen every year is it going to happen week two when it doesn't when no, nothing matters right when you're playing the the lowest scoring team in your league. Jamar Chase, Chase yeah. goes off on that guy. Who cares? You want the <laughs> consistency of a quarterback that's going to put up rushing numbers and passing numbers. Yep. <laughs> this guy's not even 26. Come on. Yep. He's a QB 11. Are you kidding me? Dak Prescott's almost 30. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. Do we want to talk about Deshaun Watson? We don't. It's a DLF podcast, right? We're not allowed to do that stuff, right? We're not even allowed to talk about Deshaun Watson on a DLF podcast. I talk about Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, yeah? a quarterback. He's, oh, what, he's else a, he? what else is he? He's a, well, yeah. <laughs> what else is he like in his spare he, time? There, there are plenty of adjectives to describe that guy, but. 
<laughs> but at the end of the day, he's he's part of this game that we're that we play and part of this game that we analyze. So yeah, we we have to talk about him. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> just like just just you know, let all the pretext just kind of uh, be pre what? <laughs> Wait a minute, pre what? What'd you say? Oh, I don't know. Did I? Say? I've read the transcripts. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Dude, we, yeah. we won't get so, into uh, the I'm type just, of person just say, for folks that listen to the super flag super show. T- this is a great, this is a great strategy. I'm going to give full credit to, to Kane Fassel, Fassel, Debbie Kane. Debbie, blah, 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 blah. Here's the deal. It's a great strategy. Pick up Calamari trade for him. Cause he's, he, we, uh, would you, you want to pivot to the, uh, the trade analyzer? Tell you what you can get uh, for Calamari. Do I want to do uh, that? Want to I, do that? I think we're actually going to wrap up here. Ah! Uh, we've, got, <laughs> we've got two full hour sessions for me to edit. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw that editing. Yeah, yeah. Damn so, you! But that was vote. also that was also a, a really good way or to just get uh, warmed up, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a really good way. The like that's a that's a good way to put the 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 bow on the on the episode. The that we've got an action item now. Kyler Murray is your kind of your rebuild and 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 the strategy of itself of uh, um yeah sell build around pieces. Kyler Murray. Yeah, sell your pieces, get picks, get future picks. If you're not going to win, then why are you playing? If you're going to be a mediocre team, then why? Why bother? If you are, eh, you know, eh, I have a shot. If this guy does this, if this guy does that, no, that means you're not going to win. You want to build a juggernaut. You want to build a set it and forget it lineup. And the reason, and the only way you're going to do that in a dynasty football league is, is by starting from scratch. You're not going to do it by having Mike Evans on your team and, you know, TJ Hawkinson and, you know, hopefully these guys, you know, make it through the season. No, you need to, you need studs. And then behind those studs, you need studs. You need a set it and forget it lineup. And when that goes wrong, you need guys to put them in and take care of business. And you should have some rando quarterbacks on your team. Whatever you have now, in addition to Kyler Murray, or get yourself some Kyler Murray, whatever it takes. Then you end up with uh, Caleb Williams or Drake May. Just set it off. And, or those picks. And those picks, you can get your hands on some quarterbacks. I'm not even saying. I mean, even if you get your hands on a Kyler Murray, get a hold. Of, there's always there's going to be the Kyler Murray guys and the Kyler Murray, the guys that don't like him. That's the other piece of the puzzle when it comes to to dealing with league mates is like oh this guy's run DFF my my podcast partner the Dynasty Hot Sauce podcast he's a Calamari guy so boom I can get rid of Calamari to him I can he probably overpay for him although no one's overpaying for Calamari right now because clearly he's like the QB hundred in a super flex but <laughs> I don't know but yeah. that's uh, but but you know reach out. Reach out and touch someone. There right? What was it? What, what was the slogan? Who 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 coined that phrase? Superflex dude. You know, 
uh, reach out, phone... reach out and touch someone. Right? There's a phone company, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a yellow page. When... <laughs> Is that even a company? The yellow page. It could be. Yeah. Man, like I said, to me, that's a that's a good way to uh, to put a bow on this whole thing. So let's do that. Um, and also keep this to a, a reasonable listening. Um, I got you. You got it. <laughs> amount of time, but so yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm at the top. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about your Twitter, but you can if you want. Uh, Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast and uh, yeah, Patreon, uh, which is uh, that's fairly new, right? You guys. Uh, yeah, we launched a Patreon. We got some good. We got some great feedback from it. It was it was really surprising and and a lot of fun. We have a lot of we, and listen, you're paying. Um, you know, there's two tiers. We have a three dollar tier and a ten dollar tier. Ten dollar tier gets you, uh, you know, a free T-shirt. Gets you our phone numbers for around the clock access. But we also do a lot of giveaways and stuff. Um, so it's not like uh, we're not making money. We want to just reinvest into the Dynasty community and try to create our own like hot sauce family, which is what we're doing right now. And we have a a, a great. Um, set of, of folks right now and we, yeah we just want to grow the brand and, and have some fun we drop an episode once a week we're having a, a dynasty hot sauce pod we, we're having a, a meet and greet with some other podcasts in, in the uh, new jersey philly area look on look on uh on twitter for that and facebook if you follow listen we're not only on twitter you can find the dynasty hot sauce pod on instagram on facebook all the socials oh nice this is how we rock and roll Nice TikTok. Uh, you on TikTok? I there is a Larry Monkey. Larry Monkey is on TikTok. That's correct. Oh, okay. All right. There is a. I need to be more active on TikTok. I need to get it going. And um, I feel like you need to get on TikTok as well. I'm I'm on there, but just as a lurker so far. Um, a lurker. Yeah. That's a fancy word for a uh, pervert. Uh, pervert. Here we go right? again. Here we go again with this shit. <laughs> Last time this froze my computer, so be oh, careful. Oh, I love how the Superflex <laughs> dude is like, he's like, I call him a pervert, and he's like, oh, the connection's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just go statue mode and just like, oh, yeah. froze up. <laughs> <laughs> it was by design. Yeah. There you go, um, baby. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for having me on. And, and you know what's interesting? I want to say this. I said to my wife today, I said I was coming on the Superflex Super Show. And she looked at me like, why the, why the fuck would I care that you're even saying this to me? <laughs> I, give a, I, I hate fantasy football. I hate you. So, yeah. she, so she didn't care about, about that. But what I, what I wanted to tell her beyond that was you sent me a message like the day my son was born, like, Hey, can you get on the show? Let's come on the show. Let's do the show. And I was like, I'd love to, but I just had a baby. That was, that was like 16 months ago. And I, I told her today. And when she got past her, like, I don't give a shit. You were, you're an asshole, you know, <laughs> barrier. I was like, remember when Colin was born? That meant I was supposed to be, I, I, mean, I was invited on that show. Now it's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 16 months later, man. Like, thank you. Thank you for having me. I love the show. I love, you know, love you, of course. And likewise, I, I appreciate yeah. it, man. Really, yeah. really dig it. Yeah. 
thanks for coming on and yeah it's it's just always fun to catch up with you and yep um whether it's in person over a beer or here on the super show or uh on dynasty hot sauce yeah we'll uh we'll make sure to make it a more frequent occurrence sure, uh, yeah. dynasty hot sauce is also going live for the draft for the nfl draft so um did, did we plug that i don't think we did did we Live, I mean, we may have, we may have not. If you guys are not busy during the NFL draft, and even if you are busy, put on your laptop or on your phone, check out our YouTube show. We do, we're going to do a live draft pick by pick. We do one every year. It's so much fun. We have guests come in and out. Um, and we get, we talk into the, we talk fantasy implications. And almost uh, when we get to the end of the first round, a lot of times we can almost put together a super flex mock draft right out of the, right at, at live on the show. But we have a lot of, a lot of friends come in and out and it's really a fun time. And yeah, definitely check us out on YouTube, Dynasty Hot Sauce podcast and um, give us a follow, subscribe, blah, 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 all that good stuff. And, <laughs> you know, you will not be disappointed. I promise you. And if I, you are disappointed, then please let me know, and I will, I will make things right. There you go. I'm going to join that one uh, at some point throughout the draft. I'm going to be on there with you guys. Yes. So, and if you so want to see Superflex dude during the draft, <laughs> yep, chase me from network to network. To the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll have to catch me on Dynasty Hot Sauce. So, uh, thank you again, Larry Monkey. Um, one of my one of my good buddies in this industry and uh, awesome to catch up with you. Let's wrap this episode up for the week. And as we do that, ask you for a quick favor. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. And once you do that, rate and review the show as well. It helps me to get out to more people, involve more people in the conversation. And from there, we can really zero in on the topics that are the most useful to you, my super friends. This episode was dedicated in loving memory to James, to Brain Catullus. Thank you to Heart and Soul Radio Music. Thank you to DLF for the platform. And above all else, thank you for listening. And until next week, stay sexy and super flexy. Yeah.